is a life-changing message by the Reverend Sam Crunchy Ankara. Colossians chapter 1 verse number 20 and 22. So let me bring you into the picture. We are talking on the subject of the red line. The red line is a sermon, a title sermon taken from Joshua chapter 2 where two spies were sent to go and spy and survey the land of Jericho proud to invasion and taking over. So uh, a prostitute called Rahab hosted the the, the uh, spies and helped them. And so when they were going, she asked for kindness and deliverance and salvation for her household and her father's house. And then they said, take this red line. They didn't say rope, but line. And hang it by this window that you have let us down. On the day of invasion, when we see this red line, we know that death will not cross over to your house. We know that calamity will not cross over. Today, I prophesy that no evil will cross the blood to come and affect you and to come and destroy you. If you are receiving this for your family, clap your hands and say, he's talking to us. He's talking to us. Come on, clap your hands again and say, the man of God is talking to us. The man of God is talking to us. Give God a mighty shout of praise and glory to God. Hallelujah. So, last uh, Sunday, we studied that the blood of Jesus guarantees your redemption, number one. The blood of Jesus guarantees your redemption, number two. The blood of Jesus cancels every negative thing running through your bloodline. The blood of Jesus cancels negativities in bloodline. Number three, the the blood of Jesus guarantees your peace with God. Your peace with God. And then number four, the blood of Jesus gives you power over Satan gives you power over Satan. Number five, the blood of Jesus gives you protection from evil. Protection from evil. Today, I will hang on the blood of Jesus Christ being your agent of peace. And the reason why I have chosen to speak on the subject of peace is because uh, if you don't have peace with God, you can never have peace with your wife. If you do not have peace with God, you can never have peace with your husband. If you don't have peace with God, you can never have peace with your children. If you don't have peace with God, you can never have peace with your neighbors. You can never have peace with somebody from the opposite political party coming December and after. When you have peace with God, you don't care who wins election and who doesn't win election. You know that the peace of God is able to sustain and to keep you. If you have peace with God, you can have peace with your your workmate. When you are going to work, you are not scared and you are not afraid. Or who hates you, who can kill you, who can destroy you. If you have peace with God, if you have peace with God, if you have peace with God, you sleep well and you wake up. If you have peace with God, if you have peace with God, you are a confident person, you walk confidently. If you have peace with God, you don't die before your time. Clap your hands and shout, peace, peace, peace. 
Grace is an essential commodity. My foundation text is Colossians chapter 1 verse number 20, 21 and then 22. Colossians chapter 1 verse number 20. The Bible says, and by him, Jesus Christ, to reconcile all things to himself. By him, Jesus Christ, whether things on earth or things in heaven. So, things on this earth, including your health matters, including your financial matters, including your marriage, including the building that you have just started, including the land that you have just bought, things on earth. And then things in the heaven. The word heaven there means supernatural, spiritual things. It means that there are things in the realms of the spirit that God will be reconciling to himself through Jesus Christ. May the Lord reconcile your business. May the Lord reconcile your education. I receive it. May the Lord reconcile your husband. I receive it. May the Lord reconcile your marriage. I receive it. To himself. Say amen. Amen. So, by him to reconcile things to himself by whether things on earth. So anything that concerns you on this earth also concerns God. Having made peace through the blood of his cross. He has made peace. So two things are happening through the blood. Number one, reconciliation of earthly and spiritual things. And then number two, your peace is also negotiated and released through the blood of the sprinkling. Today, as you are about to drink the blood, you are about to drink peace into your life. I receive it. Oh, these young people, clap your hands and say, I receive it. I receive it. Give me a shout of an amen in the house. Amen. Somebody say, peace. Peace. Verse number 21. And you who once were alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now he has reconciled. Sometimes you don't play the salvation and the grace and the mercy of Jesus. And today I want to remind you and bring to the fore that what Jesus has done for you, his, his, his forgiveness of your sins, and how Jesus can look at you despite the abortions you have caused to reconcile you and to forgive you. Hey, hey, if, if Jesus Christ, if, if God were looking at, at the number of evil things that you have done, the relationship that you have broken, how you have broken somebody's marriage and you are sitting here and God has forgiven you. Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. Clap your hands and say, thank God for Jesus. Thank God for Jesus. I didn't hear you. Clap your hands again and say, thank God for Jesus Christ. Thank God for Jesus Christ. So, let me now challenge you. How many of you, if you are going on trek for five days, and then you left your wife at home, your your married property, your wife, your, your personal wife, and then for some reason the trek ended in three days so your wife was not expecting you and then you arrived that day when you arrived you saw a strange car parked say hey who is that and then you went to the room and you knocked and there was your wife with her former boyfriend 
enjoying themselves in your bed, what would you do, Mr. Man? I know a few holy people here who will forgive, but at least not Nana Doom. Nana Doom will never forgive about this. It's not possible. Nana Doom will, hey, your personal wife with somebody, Nana Doom says, ah, that day blood will flow. That's how wicked you are. And that's how righteous Jesus Christ is. Jesus Christ can forgive these sins easily through reconciliation, through his blood and release peace. That's the difference between you. Come on. I think the someone is clapping because he knows he won't forgive his wife. <laughs> okay, here's another one. You. You know that the pregnancy that you gave to the man was a wrong thing. It was somebody's pregnancy and you gave it to another man. And, and, and you are the only person you know and then you are, you are just sitting there and you see this boy this, you are calling somebody uh, 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 somebody who is not his blood daddy, daddy, daddy daddy, daddy daddy, daddy, even you God has forgiven you and you are sitting here you, thank God for Jesus Christ After the first service, a certain woman came to join the queue to see Reverend Kifoli. Reverend Kifoli, did the Apostle Jenna have spoken to me? Reverend Kifoli, Apostle Jenna has been speaking to us already. They said, no, no, not today. <laughs> said, today is special, special, special. Reverend Kifoli said, what is it? Yeah. I, I gave somebody's son to somebody. <laughs> I gave somebody's son to somebody. <laughs> God has caught me. God has caught me. <laughs> I said to Kifoli, I said, Kifoli, tell her I'm going to do second service. <laughs> Let the blood take care of her sins. <laughs> I finished preaching. <laughs> what she has to do, she has to do. This week, our pastors will be here. If she wants to come for deliverance, she should come for deliverance. But now, after that, we are going to ask her to do the most difficult thing. Difficult thing. We are now going to ask her, will you have the boldness? Now the girl is 15 years. <laughs> 15. You are going to tell the girl, this is not your papa. This one. So easy. Hey, it will divide house, break house. Shale. Your child will be depressed. Will become a laughing stock, will hate you. Thank God we have been reconciled through the blood of His peace. And today we can be called sons and daughters of the Most High God. Thank God for Jesus Christ and the blood. Now you can be allowed. Into his presence. Oh, you see, you, you are quiet. Oh, another one is coming. You'll be quiet. Today, you will become mumu, mumu in this place. Shoot the next verse for me. We are doing Colossians chapter 1, verse number 20, 21, 22. Now, listen to 22. In the body of his flesh, through death, to present you holy and blameless 
and above reproach in his sight. The blood is the only means by which God can forgive all the wicked things that you have done. And to reconcile. And to receive you. And to embrace you. And to call you the child of God. of you have never taken notes. Today you will take notes. Note number one. Write Corona in your notebook. Write it not straight. Write it standing. C at the top. O below it. R and then O and N and A. Corona. From which we have COVID-19 or coronavirus. Corona. Write it. You see, you don't have notes. You are going to suffer today. Well, 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 well. Do not. Because today, I'm going to be very upset with some of you that make me repeating sermons, which I must not be repeating. Because you are not working with what you hear. You hear, you forget, you hear, you forget. And I can see your life being defeated and when I check through my notes, you should not be defeated. Because what you are going through, I have handled it in my sermon. I have handled it. And, and, and so, I get very upset. And today, I'm going to pour my frustrations here. Because I want this nonsense to stop. I, I, I will not stay here forever. I was... I was 50 years, 10 years ago now. I'm sister, sister one. I'm getting older. And I want to see transformation and change in your life. I want to see that the word of God is transforming your life. Somebody say, I receive it. I receive it. I receive it. So, so you can't just listen. Otherwise, today you'll be confused. Right, Corona? He says, reconciling things unto himself, things both in the earth and things in the supernatural. So, Corona has a supernatural spiritual link. Believe me. Spiritual and supernatural link. Effect. C for three. A, B, C. Three. C for three. O for 15. When you say the alphabet, O occupies number 15. R occupies number 18. O, another 15. Corona, C3. O, 15, R, 18, another O, 15, N for 14, N for 14, and then A for 1, A for 1. Do your math right now and tell me what you are getting there. Look at the screen, right on the screen there, like that, but don't, don't do the math. I want to see some bad, bad students over here today. What did you get? 
What did you get? Somebody said 48. Wow, boom. Oh, Hanuman, I shall. Here or there. So, you get 66. Then count the letters that form Corona. One, two, three, four, five, six. So, right there, six. How many six, six do you have there? And anytime you see the number 666, there is the Antichrist spirit at work and at play. Corona is a spirit. Now, what is Corona here to do? Corona is here to distance you from your faith. That is why we are doing social distancing. Corona is here to break you away from your God. That is why it is an antichrist to come and fight the glory and the power of God in the church. Corona is an enemy of the church. That was why the church was shut down and churches have been shut down and they cannot meet to worship. Because when the Christians and believers meet to worship and pray, power comes down. And when power comes down, principalities and powers are troubled. And so the only way that Corona will win or the devil will win is to bring Corona, Antichrist, devil to shut down the church so that we don't pray, so that we don't worship, so that we don't sacrifice. When you don't feel like coming to church, Corona spirit is working against you. And those of you at home, don't, don't rejoice that you are home and don't be happy that you are home. Something is keeping you away from your faith. And from your God. Oh, let me go deeper. Corona. Corona causes businesses to shut down. So that when you have a restaurant and a hotel. And people don't come to sleep in your hotel. And people don't come to eat in your your restaurant. You'll be poor. Corona brings poverty. And this I can tell you. In this pandemic, the people who have lost their jobs. Who want to die? The people, teachers who are not being paid because students are not going to school for school fees to be paid, for them to be paid. It's you have no idea. You have no, it's a spirit. It's a spirit. The word corona means king or crown or sovereign. You know why? The word coronation comes from the word corona. Coronation. Coronation is the crowning of a king or of a sovereign person. A ruler and an authority. So corona means king. Sovereign. Ruler. So if there is King Jesus, Corona wants to make himself another king, Antichrist, to fight the glory of God, to fight the power of the church, to close down the church, to scatter the church, to distance you from your God, and to shut and to break the foundations of your faith. Now, start playing. Start joking. You now have the information. It's a spirit.
I, I, I experienced the influence and the power and, and the sovereignty of, of coronavirus when I traveled out. In this pandemic, I've traveled twice. Emmanuel, your own country. So you get to the place where you are going to check your serving. You put your passport down. He said, may I also see the coronavirus test that you have taken? Because Ghana requires that before you enter, you should take your test and your test should be negative. A citizen of your country. So in other words, they are saying that if you have corona, you better stay there and die. Don't come home. That's how powerful corona is. And, and the guy who is checking you in is some white guy working for British Airways. And the instruction is on the computer. So what is on the computer is what he's telling he or she is telling you. Oh, you are Apostle General. She doesn't know you. You have money, she doesn't care. Corona is ruling. No certificate, no entry. Oh, the annoying thing. After you have produced the certificate that you have done, that you are negative. And then you have given your passport. He said, one more. You should also fill a form because when you come to Ghana, you are going to do another coronavirus test and you should pay the money online before you get here. Oh! And I was so reluctant because I said, hey, 419 Sakawa people, I don't want to give them my credit card and my debit card you know, information. Somebody can lay hands upon it and then mess me up. So please, please, when I get to Ghana, I'll pay cash. I have cash in my briefcase. He says, sir, you want to travel? I said, yes, I'm going home. I'm preaching on Sunday. He said, then you better pay me. Oh. Fortunately for me, God has blessed me with sons all over the world. And so when I go to the airport, these my sons are following me. And so uh, quickly, uh, they start feeling the phone. And then one of them will take his credit card. Then they pay. And so now you are traveling with yourself, your wife, and your two children. Your parents are in Ghana. You live in America or UK or Belgium or East uh, or Europe. You want to come and spend the Christmas with them. And you are four. $150 each in Ghana. That is $600. King Corona is making money. Antichrist Corona is making money. From righteous people. Please, can you stop sleeping and know that there is a battle on our hand? What is wrong? And, and this is why I get angry. You hear this one, tomorrow you are forgotten. Forget this one and you see me in your dreams. Now you want to travel, they say, show us your vaccination certificate that you have had a virus vaccine. What is inside, what is not inside, we don't know. But you want to go and do your master's. You better get the shot and go and do your master's. Otherwise, you stay here. It's a battle. 
And today, I want you to clap your hands and say, The blood! The blood! Yeah, because me, I, I don't have any weapon. That's just the blood. Just the name Jesus. My faith in God and the word. That's all I have. Oh, I said that you didn't hear me. I said, I told the woman, me, I'm Apostle General, I have dollars in my briefcase. I said, when I get to Ghana, $150 is no problem. I said, hey, forget your, your cash there. Show me that you have done the thing online before I let you into the aircraft. My money is stuck in my briefcase. Money notwithstanding. Money we are contending with some spirit. I said, hey, madam, I said, I'm a Ghanaian. Can't you see my pastor? I'm going to I'm going home. So, you won't know. He want me to die here. <laughs> sir, sir, it's in the computer. Come, come, come and see. Come and see. <laughs> Your government says, if I don't see these things, I should not let you in. Now I've decided that now I will not even use their aircraft to travel. When I want to travel, I'll fly there myself and I'll fly, come back. And somebody say, oh, Are you clapping or you are doing something? A certain man of God says, It turns into snakes. And he turns into spirits, and he can go to banks, and he goes to steal money, and he can do all things. Then he went to the British Embassy to go and take visa, and then they said, ah, "Are you not uh, Bishop So and So? You are the person who has been flying. Ah, what do you need visa for? Please fly to UK and come back. If you fly to UK and come back, we shall give you British passport." They refused. They didn't give me the visa. Clap your hands and say, devil is a liar. Devil is a liar. Hallelujah. Amen. Corona is a spirit. It's an antichrist. I've shown you 666 is inside. It's a superpower. Fighting the glory of, of God. And when they say social distancing, it is more than that. They want to distance us from our faith, from church, from fellowship. From the altar, from your miracle, but I came here to announce to the devil that he is a liar. Yeah. Clap your hands and say, The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. Peace. The absence of peace is distress, it's worry, fear. The absence of peace. There are three things that people worry about, basically. Plenty of things, but these three things cut across. Number one, everybody worries about the future. Everybody worries about the future. Number two, everybody worries about finance, money. When, when, when you don't have money, you fret, you shake. Especially when you are a mother with three children and you are a father with four children the absence of money can fret you fretting you shake your faith 
People worry about security and safety. They worry about health. At normally health, at a certain stage, you don't bother. But when you are 45 onwards, and you realize that your eyes and vision are not responding the way they used to. Am I losing my eyes? Am I losing my eyes? Am I losing my eyes? When you make an altar call for people who are sick, the people who come are the aged people. And you know why they respond? Because they have waste at the back, waste in their knees, waste here. You know why they respond? They respond because, <laughs> son, it didn't used to be that 15, 20 years ago. Suddenly they discover that their physique and their stability, yeah. everything is changing. They are afraid. They are afraid. This bishop was talking to me. So, Apostle General, my 10-year-old son suddenly has started praying for me and his prayer at the dining table has changed. Now, what prayer does this boy pray at the dining table? When it is his turn to share the grace, instead of blessing the food for everybody to eat, he goes like this. My heavenly father, I'm committing my father into your hands. Father, keep my father so that my father does not die. So that my father can look after me and take care of me and then my siblings. Father, Lord, thank you in Jesus' name. He doesn't pray over the food. Pray for the safety and the uh, protection and security of the father because of his future. Now, let me tell you why this 10-year-old boy changed this kind of prayer and started praying for his father. So, it was the end of 10. And then his best friend was telling him amidst tears. He said, you know, when school reopens next term, I will not come back to this school again. That's top, top school. They are telling. Richmond school. He said, I will not be coming to this school again. Why? Because my mother says she cannot afford the fees of this school anymore since my father died. And so, uh, this is my last term. My mother says she's taking me to a school which is lower than this which she can afford. While he was crying, the bishop's son was crying. So when the bishop's son got home, he said, Daddy, from today I'll be praying for you so that God will keep you because I don't want you, I don't want mommy to remove me from my school when you die. This 10 year old boy is thinking about his future. <laughs> My son, do you know what it means for a father married with three children? Rent advance is about to die. In other words, he has to renew his rental. Then he goes to work and is told that because of the pandemic, people are being laid off. So we are sorry you cannot uh, work until this problem is solved. This corona, this King Kong. 
is over. Hey! Hey! Where will I get money Lord, to pay my rent? Hey! You can go back to the family house at Choco. You can go to the family house at Nima. You can go to the family house at Kopevi because the place is choked. And moreover, you have raised your three children. You have taught them how to say thank you. You have taught your children how to say please. You have taught your children how to, how to respect. You are taking them back to the compound house where everybody is insulting. Your heart will break one day when you wake up and then you see your son fighting another person on the compound house. You haven't taught him that. Corona. Finance, money business, money matter. Oh, here is this true one. This true, 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 true one. So, at the financial institution where they were working, this guy was hired. So, he used to give instructions to other people. When they misbehaved, he gave them queries. Queried them. Oh, Charlie, he was big boss. Then they laid all of them off. Then some of his colleagues went and got jobs at other places he didn't get. But for some reason, he loves to cook. So he went to this local chop bar called local restaurant where they sell fufu, light soup, tuo, um, local dishes. So he said uh, to the person, can I assist in cooking here because I don't have money. I, I, man must live. I must keep my house. My children going. At least, if I get little money and then the food residue, I carry some home, my children can feed. Then one of the colleagues who worked under him went to see that he has been placed in charge of the goat light soup. So he cooks the light soup and then during the lunch time, you know, when the customers are coming, he's serving. And he was so expert. The way he would put the ladder under and then roll the meat inside and then roll and then drop it. Pam, and then pam, pam. I challenge the guy was, you believe that he's a banker. He went and called other colleagues, five. And they all decided to go and have lunch there one afternoon. Just to embarrass and when they all got there, they went and packed their cars there and their ties, you know. And, 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 and then they came. Saw the big man. He said, Ko Adey. God likes you, specialist. And then they started buying the food. While she was serving them, he was crying. Tears were in his eyes. He was crying. Tears in his eyes. Money lack of money can humiliate you lack of money can shake your faith lack of money can make you drink poison because for some people to be thrown out of your house into the street is better to die but i came here to let somebody know that god is the one who keeps the future yes your future is in the hands of Jehovah. I receive it. You will not die because you lack. Yeah. You will not perish because you lack. Yeah. Clap your hands and say, My God is in charge. My God is in charge. Say, My God is in control. My God is in control. Say it, my God. My God will do it. Will do it. Through the blood. Through the blood. Of peace. Of peace. Shout and say, Peace. Peace. Be still. Be still. From today, you won't fret when I you don't have money. You won't drink poison anymore. Yes. You won't shake. Anymore. Yes, because there is a God. Yes, keeps 
Can you profess that to somebody? Today I bring money under your control. May you not be afraid of your future. May you not be afraid of your security. Am I preaching to somebody here today? Am I blessing somebody here today? I am being prophetic to for somebody here today. Somebody say, I receive my miracle. I receive my miracle. Now here comes my problem with you. As I went through my notes, I discovered that the problem for which people are crying and for which people want to die, and for which people are so scared and afraid, I have handled them already in this pandemic. So what happened? People hear, and then the word they hear just gets, gets away. Now go back to both podcasts, go back to the YouTube, go back to the Facebook, go there and buy the uh, recorded, I don't know these days, I don't see them uh, I think we have a, uh, now they are on pen drives and so on and so forth. Please, I beg you. So when I was talking about El Shaddai, God, our provision, I said some things and I'm going to rewind. Because I, I, you frustrate me. This piece I'm delivering, I had to spend the whole night waiting upon God for this piece. Are you telling me I'm wasting my time? My energy? And yet, you should see the testimonies which are coming from outside. Well, right now, if you, if you know the people who are hooked up, going to celebrate communion with us and to hear words of grace and wisdom. You have no idea. You have no idea. When I was teaching on El Shaddai, I got to a place and I said, there are two types of fools. Normal fool and the biggest fool. And I said, the normal fool is the one who says there is no God. Those people, forget them about them. They, they have already they've denied the existence of God. And so they say there's no God. And so if they don't believe in God, it's, it's fine. We should just leave their matter. But the biggest fool is the one who believes in God, but cannot believe God for the fulfillment of his promises. You are a big fool. If you believe there is God, you must believe what he says. Because your sustenance is key to what you believe in him. Otherwise, I advise you to join those who say that there's no God. You are better off in that camp. Don't be a fool. If you believe God, believe him on his promises. 
Believe him that he's able to fulfill. Believe that he's able to keep that which is committed into his hands. Believe that he's the God, the same yesterday, today, and forever. And uh, today I sang an old song. I said uh, a, a tree, uh, an old song uh, in the first service. Enura, eneni ochina. Yesterday, today, and forever. You are the same, you never change. You never change. Here's another thing that I said. You have forgotten, and I rebuke you, but I bring you the remembrance. I said, there are two categories of problems you should not attempt to solve because you kill yourself. Two categories of problems you should not bother to solve. First category of problems, number one, any problem that you have control over that you can solve, solve it. Can I go over? Two categories of problems you should not worry about. That's the word. You should not worry two categories of problems. Number one, don't worry and kill yourself over a problem that you can handle, a problem you can solve. You have the money. They say your rent is due. Go and pay. And secure your family. Don't pray over this. You don't need to pray. Lord, should I pray over my rent? No. <laughs> Go and pay. So, number one, don't kill yourself and worry yourself over problems you can handle, problems you can solve. And many times, many times, God will recall or call upon your expertise and your experience. So, oh, this problem I've handled it before. So you handle it again. This problem I have solved it before. So you solve it again. The second category of problems you should not worry about. Number one, number two, they are the problems which you cannot do anything about. Problems that you cannot do anything about. Don't worry yourself because you will just kill yourself. So there are problems you have control over. Solve them. Don't go and think. Solve them. So, as a pastor of a, a dynamic choir, you've handled problems and issues between your choir members who are fighting and quarreling. You have handled it. Ah, so if anytime anyone new issues arise, you, they don't shake you. You've handled some before. So you apply the same expertise and experience. You don't go fast and pray over that. And worry God. And worry yourself. And then the one you cannot do anything about. So I'm going to use my example to show you the one you can't do anything about. So I am Apostle General. I'm building oil dome. And as I said, I'm not, I'm not doing appeal for funds. I'm not saying this for you to give me money. Keep your money. We are building. We will be there. So I have gotten to the roofing. And the roof will sit on what we call trusses. Now, every building, for cheap, cheap, small, small building, the trusses are wood. Cheap. So, they'll put some wood and then they put the roof on it. Cheap building, small buildings, less expensive. 
But for this one, the trusses are heavy steel. Heavy. Very expensive. So, I pumped the money and then we constructed the steel and then cranes came to raise and then fix the steel. So, when you go there, the, the, the trusses are fixed. And I thought once the trusses are fixed, then the roof should be on. The roof, we have bought them. The roof have been in Ghana since April. We ordered the roof uh, sometime uh, uh, October last year. It arrived in April, sitting in the warehouse. And I thought after the trusses, the roof. Then I was there, then they brought me some bill. They said, they have, there are something called perils. Some call, there are another ones called langa langa. <laughs> Lemano. Meanwhile, I have come to stand in front of the congregation. My congregation said, ah, December 31st, you see roof on the building. And we are going on that building. I wasn't prophesying. I'm talking because I was standing on some money. When the blind man says he will stone you, you should know he's standing upon something. And when Apostle Jesus starts talking big like this, you know that he has landed something. Because I knew that I had landed some money for my trusses, and my trusses will go there and the roof will come. So I came here, I was talking big, 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 big. So they said, Oh, Apostle Jesus, after the trusses, they have to, there's something called Paris. There's something called uh, my manager is not here. He was helping me. Three items. All the items put together. When I saw the figures, hey, this one, I don't know how budget for this one. I don't have budget. This one, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know. So here's the way I, I can solve the problem. My son. Number one, the only way I can provide the things that they need to fix it, they have to lock, lock some because uh, when they put the the roof, the, the roof will have, they have to lock, lock, you know, so that when the wind blows and so on, the roof will start. Oh, plenty of things. Building is difficult. Oh, building. But after you have helped me to build this building, you build your own building. Yeah. Oh, you will build your own house. Do you know my vision? After I have conquered this building, I'll go about and build 12 buildings for myself. 12. Because I have so much anointing and so power that I don't fear nothing anymore. I will use my past experience to deal with other problems. Are you clapping or you are doing something like that? Clap your hands and say, I receive it. I receive it. Shout again and say, I receive it. I receive it. Hallelujah. Say amen. The only way I can proceed is if I convert all salaries of my staff into the building. Two, if I stop buying diesel into generators and if I stop buying electricity, we buy electricity every week for the offices, for the air conditioners, for the auditorium, for children's auditorium, for Judah Temple, all it's not easy. If I stop doing all those things, I can mobilize money. But Emmanuel, how do I say I'm not paying a father and a mother whose children 
depend upon him. Here. I can't do that. They have to feed their families. Church must continue. We need electricity. There must be fuel in the generator. So when the electricity goes off, we put on the generator. God must, worship of God must go on. So you know what? This is an example of a problem I don't have to kill myself over. No, 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 no. no. I won't worry myself. Reason number one, I am not in a race with anybody <gasps> over building. I am not in competition. Oh, I get this over. Believe me. Ah, I won't kill myself. I won't drink poison. I will wait. The same way God gave me money to bring the project to where it is, the same God will give me money to put the roof in, and the same God will give me money to finish it. Yell up your hands and say, Peace, peace. Oh, 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 the next is here. When we close, come and check my pressure. Normal. Because I don't worry myself over these things. I'm Apostle General. Apostle General is talking to you. Oh, you think I don't have problems? I do. You think I don't have needs? Oh! Let me tell you another need. I don't know whether it's a need, but you can. In the last six months, I help individuals. Individuals. People who serve me. Mother has died, father has died, superstition has died. I have to help them. Funeral. They are doing weddings. I have to help them. Some of them, they have been thrown out of their houses. I have to help them. In the last six months, I have helped people to the total of huge amount of money. And when I tell you the amount I give, you can appreciate. You can start doing the calculations. So I give people not less than 2,000 Ghana cities because they're having funeral. For the people who need accommodation, uh, if the person is, has, is married and has stable children, you don't put the person in a place where the children's training can, can, can be compromised. So those people, I give them about 4,000, 5,000. And then wedding people, 2,000. Calculate the number of people. This week, let me show you how many people are on my list. This week, there are not less than seven people. Not less than seven people. Two accommodation, two weddings, three funerals. Put the monies that I have told you. Uh, 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 you know what? I'm even sure that when I give one person 2,000, the person says, oh, Apostle General, with all your money, it's only 2000 you can give me. He doesn't know that that week I gave him the 2000 there were seven others yeah. that I gave them two, two, 2000 each. He doesn't know that. So, this week, so, so in, in case you have put your faith and your trust in me, I'm asking you to remove your trust. Because, oh yeah, yeah, I'm going to show you who to where you direct your trust is. So now, 
I'm calculating the money that is going out and I, I, I measured it with the money which is coming into my pocket and I discovered that very soon my pocket cannot meet the budget anymore because the people are getting many. The pandemic is affecting everybody. People have been thrown out of their houses. People are losing jobs. So whereas in former times I would help say about three people four in a month. Now the numbers have increased. Three a week, four a week. And the budget is not meeting the demands anymore. So now I have to use common sense. I have to be wise. sharing my problems with you and how I solve my problems. The problems you can handle, solve them. The ones you cannot handle, don't kill yourself. Let God take over. Oh, those of you are not clapping, I'm so disappointed. I have spoken now. Hear Jesus Christ. Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6, verse 31. Hear Jesus Christ. And, and I will be quoting you the word of God every blessed day because I'm going to show you how you can obtain peace. Your peace comes when you are connected with Christ, the word, the Holy Spirit. Jesus speaking. Therefore, do not worry. Do not worry. Do not worry. Saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we wear? Jesus said, don't worry. Reason. For after all these things, the Gentiles, the unbelievers, those who don't know God, they worry. The one who believes in God must not worry. Jesus is going to give you the reasons. For your heavenly father, reason number one, for your heavenly father knows that you need all these things. Your heavenly father knows your heavenly father knows. Your heavenly father. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows. Jesus Christ says, I should tell you, God knows you don't have money. God knows that your fees have not been paid. God knows that the pandemic has affected your pocket. God knows that you have lost your job. God knows. God knows that you don't know what to eat this afternoon. God knows it. Can you trust God and stop trusting man? Come on, increase clap, clap offering and say, God, I believe. God, I believe. Lord, I believe. I believe. Lord, I believe, I believe your word. This thing has been written and it is there. And God will not take it away because this is what you need under crisis. Give me the next verse. But seek first. So, reason he's giving you first solution. How to deal with worry? First, bring God into the matter. Bring God into the situation. God factor. God factor. The father factor. God factor. God factor. God factor. Number two, solution. 
Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things you are worried about concerning your future, concerning security, concerning your health, concerning your rent, concerning the future, concerning your rent, concerning the future, concerning your health, concerning your education, concerning your marriage, the future, the things, all these things shall be added. So when the things are not being added, the reason is that you have taken away the kingdom. You are not thinking about the kingdom. You are not helping the kingdom. You are not servicing the kingdom. When you get money, you you are thinking about yourself only. You are not doing anything to support the work of God. You don't support any poor person. You don't care about church. You are so happy, social distancing uh, uh, and corona. You are so happy at home. You are so happy you haven't come to church for eight, six, seven months and you don't miss God. Hey! That's why all the other things are not being added. Because what brings the other things is the kingdom of God. And if the kingdom of God is absent, yeah. all other things will be absent. Come on up. Clap your hands and scream and say the kingdom. The kingdom. Ah, I didn't hear. Say the kingdom. The kingdom. The, the, the kingdom. kingdom. The kingdom will come. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive them that trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory. Oh, try that prayer topic. Try it for just 30 minutes. You will feel something. I can pray that prayer for just 30 minutes. That kingdom come. For thine is the kingdom. The power and the glory. For thine is the kingdom. The power and the glory. For that. The, ah, by the time I open my eyes and I look. I pray. When I pray, I look at my time. Because I have some time I want to finish. And each prayer topic, I have a time by which I must cover one prayer topic. By the time I open my eyes, 30 minutes gone. That kingdom Dying, for thine is the kingdom and thine is the, the power and the glory. That, that phrase. That phrase. Therefore, don't no worry about tomorrow. Don't worry. Those of you worry about the future. Those of you worry about school fees. Those of, don't worry about tomorrow. Don't worry about tomorrow. Why? For tomorrow will worry about its own things. Jesus is, is God. Son, do you know why you should not worry about tomorrow? Because there is a God who handles the future. So all you do, do is to commit that future into the hands of that God. And then you can rest your case. Oh, so let me show you the symptoms of, let me show you the symptoms. Anytime you are worrying, it means because you have taken God out of your future. That's why you are worrying. Worrying is a symptom that you have kicked God out of your future. Two, worrying is a symptom that informs you that you have ignored the priorities of the kingdom. So number one, when you kick God out and you ignore the priorities of the kingdom, the effect is depression. 
and worry and fear and bad decisions. What did you do with the song that you used to sing in the 70s? I have a At that time you were not born, eh? Okay. This was the song that held, held us. This was the song. You see that you are now mixing it. Oh, we will learn it again. Don't worry at all. I have time for you. <laughs> he says he will not leave me no matter where I go. That when we're saying this, you will not go. It's okay, but you will learn it today. Somebody say, I have a father. Oh, I have a father. He calls me his own. He calls me his own. When you are lonely in your room and you are singing this song, the presence of the Lord comes. Somebody said, no matter where I go, no where I go, because he knows, he knows. Clap your hands. Healing is taking place here right now. Come on, celebrate your healing is taking place right now. Listen up. blood will be coming very soon. The Holy Ghost will teach you and let you know that you came to church. And he asks me when I come. And he, and he let, let, me finish, let me finish that text. Let me finish that text in Matthew. I think I'm left. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will take care of it. Uh, sufficient for that. that oh, that's the last one. Here is another. So I'm giving some scriptures that you you do your quiet time with throughout this week as we approach the election. I, I want you uh, stop doing this nonsense of you just open your Bible and start reading in a place. That's why you don't keep the messages. When you come to church, what you hear on Sunday in the week, go and do further studies. Read. You know, sometimes I just speak one, two, three uh, texts just because you know of the time, but. Sometimes you have to go five, four, five, six verses more, up or down, or sometimes even the whole chapter. Please. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a most frustrated man of God. Because by now, this pandemic, Friday after Friday, Sunday after Sunday, at 60 plus. <laughs> first, first John, first John, chapter number number five. First John, chapter number uh, number first John, chapter number five, verse number ten, verse number ten, and then we jump to fourteen and fifteen. He who believes in the Son of God has the witness in himself. So when you have faith in God, there is this witness that you have within you. And what does the witness do? That he who does not, but he who does not believe God has made God a liar because he has not believed the testimony that God has given of his son. You see, the day you stop believing God for your future 
and you allow worry to take hold of you, that day you have made God a liar. Because he has said in his word, your father knows that you know these things. Stop looking into the face of God and calling him a liar every day by your negative attitude of faithlessness. Stop it. Stop it. God is uncomfortable. Pastor David, you know, one of the things that will break my heart, I'm telling you so you don't even do it. If I even want to break my heart, please do it. The day, what will break my heart is for you one day to come to me and say, Apostle General, I'm leaving Royal House Chapel. I said, Oh, David, why? He said, When I see your leadership, I don't think that I have future under you. I don't think I have future you. That day, I will cry like a baby. I said, Ah, that's a boy know that I picked him from university and I have helped him. Give him a wife, give him a child, children, give him ministry, give him a microphone. Now, because of me, he travels to Dubai, London, Iraq. Is there. Hey. Then he can't trust me with his future. That day I'll, I'll cry like a baby. That's what you've been doing to God. That's what your attitude does to God. Stand up. Stand. So, this boy is called Papa, named after my son. And his father has gone to be with the Lord. So, he's been raised by a single mother. But I take care of him. He's a student of Accra Academy. Do you know your headmaster comes to church in Royal House Chapel now? Accra Academy headmaster. He comes and he's humble. He's sitting somewhere. Today he came to say hello to me for the first time today. Poor people, when you come to church, you want me to know that you have come to church. <laughs> Who had myself a crack at me? He comes and he sits at the back. Today he chose just to say hello to me. <laughs> he was born at Labadi in a compound house of about 70 people. I pulled him out and shut him into a crack academy and laid his foundation, his future. Oh, are you clapping? He's on the way to university. I will make sure that this guy will graduate with a degree in this house. Are you clapping? Give God some praise here. There are two. He has a sister. We picked the sister from nursery. Checked her into one top school. Uh, 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 what's the school uh, the sister goes? Uh, what's her name? St. Martin's Depore at Dansoma. The school fees are expensive there. Mama Rita and I, we pay. So, Pastor Pa, you, you can imagine the debt we have to pay school fees. When you add it to the funerals and the weddings and other things, the budget goes up high. High. 
Charlie, don't don't envy me, Apostle. Oh no, please, 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 don't envy me. Because if you envy me, you know what I'll do? I'll change. I'll, I'll be a singer, and I'll let you come and start preaching. And you know, you know, I can sing already. <laughs> hey, is that how you are? Hey, ungrateful people. From today, I will sing again. I'm going to sing my last song, and I will sing again. Pastor asked, I said, Ah, that pastor did he pay your school fees? <laughs> Does the pastor know where I picked you from? The foundation, the confidence, Accra Academy. Your results notwithstanding, I was able to check you to Accra. Hey! But I thank God that they will not do it to me. David will never do. If you will never do this to me, don't do it to God. Are you clapping or you are dictating? Don't do it to God. If you don't believe God that he can keep his promises, you make him a liar. Oh, how many of you call God a liar every day by your faithlessness and your your attitude? But verse 14 and 15 have something more for you. Now this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. That's the word of God. When we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. You think God doesn't know that you are thinking about your future? Your rent? Your retirement? You are 55 years and you are a civil servant and you are living in government bungalow and anytime soon you go retirement and, and you are asking why would I stay with my wife and my children no. I bought the land and I started building them I'm still at the foundation stage and I've been at the foundation in the last 10 years what would I do this last 5 years everybody worries about the future about their security about their health Nobody worries about money. But it should be money, the child of God. Here's the last verse there, and then we are wrapping up. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that he, that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. And if we know that he hears us, comma, whatever we ask, comma, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. When you shift your focus on Jesus, 
The devil will bring your focus on worrying. Whenever you shift your focus off Jesus, the devil will quickly take over and bring your focus to worry. So, you can do Bible studies with this this statement for one hour, which simply means that a shift upon Jesus Christ is the beginning of worrying. You worry because your eye and your mind is not on Christ. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things you are worried about shall be added. So why are you worried about them? Because there is a shift of focus. Here is the second one I wrote. Worrying is the symptom. Into brackets, it is the sign that the kingdom of God is not your priority. Remember, seek ye first the kingdom. And then all other things shall be added. So when other things have not been added, it means that you have shifted your mind of the kingdom. Which is the solution. Kingdom, kingdom, kingdom first. Kingdom first, kingdom first, kingdom first. So when there's a struggle in your life, it means that something else has taken first position in your life. Take that thing away and bring the kingdom into perspective. Worrying is a symptom. It's a sign that the kingdom of God is not your priority. Number three. If the kingdom is not your priority, then worrying becomes the key to your grave. So take note. Anytime you remove kingdom matters and you don't care about the kingdom matters, you don't care about the kingdom of God, you don't care about sacrifices, you don't care about prayer, you don't care. 21 days, we are praying and fasting. You don't care. You are eating. You are playing the fool around. You are doing what you want. You don't care about coming to church. You are so comfortable when you miss church. You don't care about kingdom. 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 Then you will receive a key to worry into your grave. Word of God. Word of God. That's what you are hearing. If you seek the kingdom first, God will add to the things you are worried about. You take the kingdom out, you have a key to your grave. So, so, madam, you see where my frustration lies. Whenever I hear that you are worried and you want to start coming to church, then I ask, were you in church on the, what's today's date? On the 29th of November. Didn't you hear what I preached? Why should you allow worrying to take you out of church? Don't you know that you are going into your grave The best time to
to get closer to God is when you have challenges and problems in life. That's when to get closer. The problems come so you get closer to God. As God solves the problem, it gives you faith and mastery over the problems. Next time, you help other people come out of the same problem. That is how God works. Go ahead and give God a mighty praise. Go ahead and give God a harder clap. Problems come to be solved so that God will give you mastery and control so you can help others. Here's the last one. When you give God his pleasure, he will give you his treasure. When you give God his pleasure, he will give you his treasure. In other words, when you give what pleases God, if you give him his worship, if you give him his sacrifice, if you give him his due, if you give him his respect, if you give him his attention, he will give you the treasure that you are looking for. So, Kobe, in the first service, I was telling your daddy. You see, his hard work and how he has educated you to the best school outside Ghana, giving you a good degree. Unfortunately, he still he hasn't finished with you. He, he still thinks about your future because your father knows that a degree to a son is not enough. Yeah. When a son gets degree, the son must not get wisdom yeah. to run his life. The son must get the grace, his commitment and seriousness to business. He's praying and he's wishing you to have that. And then apart from that, he's also now concerned about who will become your wife in tomorrow. Because he's praying that you must get a wife like your mother. So, <laughs> are you clapping or you are doing something like clapping? A group of second generation young men went to the oil do, and as they were praying, uh, uh, before we lifted the trusses, uh, there were there were about seven days of prayer by various groups who went there to pray. Uh, into the night uh, for the trusses to be lifted. So, uh, one of these days, uh, the young people who went there, they stood there and they were looking at this. They said, this thing is mega. Then one of them said, you people, you are excited about this magnificent miracle. Me, I am not excited. Because I am thinking about how to maintain this building when the one who built it is not here with us. I'm thinking about how to maintain this building. I am thinking about how we can fill this building 31st night when the one who built it is no longer here. Young man. It's amazing. It's amazing. But 
that when you serve the God who keeps the future when that day comes he will show you how to fill the place that the first night he will show you how to fix air condition and he will show you how to service those air conditions he will show you Here's the last text for the day, and then the blood will be speaking. John chapter 14, verse 25. John chapter 14, verse 25. John chapter 14. These things have I spoken to you while being present with you. 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit. Helper is coming. Help is coming. Whom the Father will send in my name. In my name. In my name. He will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all the things that I have said to you. Now, my peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. Not as the world gives. Do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. My peace I leave with you. My peace I give. My peace I give during this election time. My peace I give to you, your family. As you go through this corona demonic 666. My peace I give with you in this time of fear and panicking. My peace. Don't worry. Don't be afraid. Let peace be in your heart. So Jesus Christ says, he gives you peace and he shows you how the peace is going to come. Number one. The words I have spoken to you. So I want you to know that when you miss on the word of God and you don't honor and respect the word of God, what you are doing is that you are forsaking your peace. And if you don't have peace with God, you cannot you cannot have peace with your spouse. If you don't have peace with God, you cannot never have peace with your colleagues and your workmates. If you don't have peace with God, you can never have peace with your neighbors. If you don't have peace with God, you cannot have peace with your children. You need peace with God to establish peace with those around you. My peace through the word, the spoken word. Number two. I will send you help. I will send you Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will also help you in your prayer. The Holy Spirit will help you when you are weak. The Holy Spirit will help you when your faith is down. The Holy Spirit will help you when you are hearing voices. The Holy Spirit will help you when you are having strange dreams. The Holy Spirit will help you when your marriage delays. The Holy Spirit will help you when they lay you off work. The Holy Spirit will help you. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. The Trinity. The third. The third party of the God Trinity. The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. He who works our helps our infirmities and our weaknesses when we are down. The Holy Ghost. So number one, the word. Number two, the Holy Ghost comes as a helper. Then number three, he gives peace not such as the world giveth. The world gives a certain kind of peace. Go and vote and go home. Don't bother about who wins and who loses. Because some of you, your faith and your hope is in somebody who must win. Because when they win, you get your daily bread. Nonsense. Your peace is not dependent upon what the world and the politicians give. God 
gives an exclusive peace. Irrespective of who is in power, he will keep you. He will sustain you. My peace. I live with you. Amen. Amen. Hey, amen. Hallelujah. Hey. Today your celebration is Say The blood will bring you peace. The blood will bring you victory. The blood will sustain you. The blood. The blood, the blood, the blood, the blood of Jesus. When you get it, stop praying. The church is in prayer. Open it. Don't eat. Don't drink. We will eat and we will drink. He will reconcile all things on earth and in the spirit through the peace of His blood. It is our fervent prayer that this message will have an effect on your life and will lift you to the place where you belong. For an additional copy of this and any other life-changing CD, please look up the address on your CD. Royal House Chapel International, touching our generation with the power of God. God richly bless you.